0: Hello and thanks for tuning in to the 10th and Broad Church of Christ podcast. Today's message is presented by Ken Holsbury, the preaching minister at the 10th and Broad Church. Let's tune in now for Ken's message.
1: We'll have the privilege this morning of giving a charge to our elders And so I want to begin by calling each one of them by name and having them and their wives stand. We have them both stand because we recognize that they're partners in this work and that their wife is a great support and encouragement to them as they serve and lead us. And so I want to begin. We have four men who are continuing as shepherds of our church. I'll ask uh, Kevin and Debbie Baber to stand where they are. Marty and Janet Kennedy. Elmer and Linda Johnson. Jerry and Lisa McGee. And then we have two men who are beginning their service as shepherds. We have David and Sharon Brown. And we have Greg and Robin McAdams. So. Please be seated. It's to these men that I. Give this charge from the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel gives a a spirit description of shepherds of God's flock. And he addresses pretty strong words to those who were shepherds of Israel. This is from Ezekiel chapter 34 verses 1 through 6. The word of the Lord came to me. Said of man prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. Woe to the shepherds of Israel who only take care of themselves. Should not shepherds take care of the flock? You've not strengthened the weak or healed the sick or bound up the injured. You've not brought back the strays or searched for the lost. You have ruled them harshly. And brutally, so they were scattered because there was no shepherd. Those are strong words. Those are not words of blessing. Those are negative words, but we're going to turn those this morning to a positive charge. And so, shepherds of this flock, I charge you from God's word to strengthen the weak, to heal the sick. To bind up the wounded. To bring back the strays. To search for the lost. And to rule with kindness. And with gentleness. The whole picture. Is of shepherds. Who are in close and constant contact. With their sheep, and that when one is weak, it's the shepherd who knows it and pays special attention. And when one is sick, sick, it's the shepherd who is aware of it and cares for it until it's well. When one is injured, it's the shepherd who tends to that wound. When one strays away, it's the shepherd who recognizes it and brings that sheep back into the fold. When one is lost. It's the shepherd who searches until it's found. And there's no doubt that it's the shepherd who is leading, who is in charge of, who is ruling over this flock. But it's a picture of them doing it with kindness and with doing it with gentleness and with personal relationship. And so from Ezekiel, I give that charge to our shepherds. But shepherds of our flock here at 10th and Broad, I also charge you to make Jesus your model. Jesus, who was the good shepherd. From John chapter 10. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and he leads them out when he's brought out all his own. He goes on ahead of them and and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. And so shepherds know your sheep. Call your sheep by their name. Go ahead of them. Lead them, protect them in the presence of their enemies. If need be, lay down your life for them. And they will know your voice and they will follow you. And, shepherds of the flock here at Tenth and Broad, make your model Jesus who is compassionate. From Matthew chapter 9, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them. Because they were harassed and they were helpless, they were like sheep. Without a shepherd, one of my mentors, David Ray, who was a shepherd in God's church, said that as an elder, he followed this maxim: to always err if he was going to err on the side of compassion. Shepherds of the flock at tenth and broad, make your model Paul from First Thessalonians chapter two. We were gentle among you, like a mother. Tenderly caring for her own children. You became very dear to us. We dealt with each one of you like a father with his children. Urging, encouraging, and pleading. And so as gentle men, err on the side of compassion. Care for us when we need care. Encourage us when we need courage. I'm going to ask you to stand again, men, please. I'm going to ask a question and just ask you to answer that question. Do you accept the call of our Lord and of this church to serve as elders, shepherds, and overseers of God's flock at 10th and Broad? Be seated. Ted Paddock is one of our former elders Ted's been a part of the administrative committee and Ted's going to come up and he's going to anoint these men with oil for the task ahead of them. As we have seen God's people do to and for their leaders throughout Scripture.
2: I left my notes down there. Would you grab them and bring them up? uh, Starlet's got them over there. That's embarrassing. No, they. I apologize. They're up in the song rack. Oh, okay. In the song rack. (laughs) I'm glad that we recognize that we're all human. I apologize. <laughs> Thank you. We have come to a time in our service that, that we're classifying as an anointing. It's somewhat an, uh, unusual for us, but it's very biblical. Uh, it's the, anointing is defined as anointing is to have water or special oils applied to the body. Usually the head is a part of a ceremony signifying something special is about to take place. A sacred event designating the recipient as a special servant of God. In our service today, we want to consecrate these men specially. Usually, uh, whenever people are designated as special servants... Uh, in scripture refers to them as having hands laid on them and having all anointed to them um, in exodus 28 the priests were anointed for special service even though they were ordinary men they had special service in the temple and whenever they came to do that service they were anointed the anointing varied as the special spiritual leader uh, Moses, Moses was certainly special, but Aaron was the spiritual leader, and he was anointed as such. Uh, Deuteronomy, Mo, Moses laid his hands on uh, on Joshua. As Moses was about to end his role, he laid his hands on Joshua to lead God's people and shepherd God's people. In 1 Samuel 10, in uh, both chapter 10 and 16... Saul and David were anointed as special kings over God's elect. One thing that I ran across was uh, unusual. Uh, There was an anointing of Esther. Now, not as we usually think of it. It is a special anointing of her, but she was anointed to be special to the king who was the only one that could save the Jewish people. And that was her role for such a time as this. She was anointed to save the whole Jewish people. I didn't know that whenever I started looking at this. In the New Testament, we see people being set apart for missions for for, for different, different roles in Acts and Romans and Revelation. Uh, Jesus was anointed in the week. Before he sacrificed for all our sins, uh, even the famous uh, uh, scripture from Psalm 23, and this is in my notes. So if I forget what it says, in Psalm 23 it says, "The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want." And then it says, "He anoints my head with oil." So this is very spiritual what we're doing. It is, it although it's unusual. It is something that I hope that we will take seriously. And these six men today have been directed by God through James to lay their hands on the members of this congregation, pray over them, and anoint them with oil. So as we go through this today, I hope that you will do so and recognize that this is for a very sacred purpose that we're doing this. To make these men special. Kevin would you and Debbie please come up. Kevin. Kevin you're known. As a person who has. The legacy of. Tenth and broad behind you. You bring with you things from our those that led us from the past. And you lead us into the future. We look forward to that. Uh, your, Your advice to all of us will be invaluable. In doing so, I would like to anoint you as an elder at Tenth and broad. Thank you. You can have a seat. David Brown, Sharon, David, if there's a man here that's known for servanthood, you're looking at him here. He has a heart of compassion. I know this personally, personal experience. All of our elders are known for their compassion. But this is a special one. This is the heart of a servant. If you're looking for that, imitate this man as he leads us. Thank you, David. Let's see. Marty and Janet Kennedy. Marty, it's uh, well known that scripture says by their fruits, you will know them. If you look at the fruits of Marty and Janet Kennedy, their children, they're very much involved in spiritual things. So for you young parents, if you want to know how to raise your kids, take a look at this man and his wife. Thank you for leading us in that way of showing us how to lead with children. Thank you. Elmer and Linda Johnson. Elmer's known for being steadfast, trustworthy. He's the salt of the earth person. Elmer's talented. In so many, so many ways. Many people, whenever they have questions, they come to Elmer. He is the source of, of a lot of things. I've been to Elmer many times for help and for questions. Uh, Elmer and Linda bring this to us. The steadfast, solid people. Thank you. Greg and Robin McAdams. I know how it feels.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
2: glad I didn't Greg is one of those true people-oriented people. If you know anything about Greg, he is always working with people and talking about people and blessing people. His his throughout his life, he's a, been a person of ministry and a person involved with working, especially with youth and many of them very def, uh, difficult youth. So, Greg, we rec- requ- we appreciate you bringing this to us, that that trait. We need that trait, and we look forward to you doing that in the future. Thank you. Jerry and Lisa McGee. Jerry's known as being great with facts and figures. But you know, he's great not making those facts and figures just cold facts and figures. This is a man of warmth. One of the things that I think people that have been here a while remember is whenever Jerry makes his presentation. Sometimes he doesn't want to hear this. Whenever he makes his presentation of our budget, of our financial plan, he does it with heart heart. Sometimes emotionally. Thank you for bringing that factual stuff to us in a way that is sacred to us. Thank you, Jerry. Thank you. Thank you. These are the men that we honor today that we set aside in a very sacred and special way. And we, I think we're at the point of also pledging ourselves to you.
3: Over the elders and their wives. Let us bow our heads and pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning thanking you for guiding us through this process of raising up elders to shepherd our church. We know that these six men here before us this morning are men that you specifically called to lead this church. Father, I pray that you bless these men with the ability to shepherd this congregation that they may have special and unique gifts to care for the flock, to be with those who are sick, to bring back those who have strayed, and to grow this church closer to you. Father, protect these shepherds from the snares of the evil one and give them an extra measure of the Spirit to fulfill the work you've called them to do. Lord, please be with their wives and let them be an encouragement to their husbands. Show them the work that you have laid out for them, and grant them wisdom and understanding. Father, you teach us that it is better to give than to receive. I pray that by the service that these men and their wives pour out, you may bless them richly in ways only you know. Thank you for loving us and what you do for us. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Please stand. You are loved with that everlasting love, and the faithfulness of God will be yours forevermore. As he watches from above, we surround you with his love. May which from above, we surround you with his love. May he hold you in the palm of his hand. Please be seated.
1: The elders and wives can go back to their seats. pray God's richest blessing on each and every one of you to use the words from the apostle Paul from Acts chapter 20 as he addressed a group of elders that he loved and now brethren I commend you to God and to the word of his grace which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance among all them which are sanctified and now I have the task of giving a charge to the flock we've talked about elders being shepherds and now we'll talk about us being sheep Because that's what the Bible calls us over and over. I had it in my mind to ask you to turn to each other and make the sound of a sheep, but I won't do that. If you had actually done it, it would have only proven that you were sheep. And that you followed where someone told you what to do. And that's the image that we have of a sheep. They're not always the smartest of animals, very often dirty, and will follow. And so, I am thankful to God that we are sheep who follow the great shepherd. And that we are sheep who follow our shepherds. So, I charge you as a church, sheep, respect your shepherds. From First Thessalonians 5. Now we ask you brothers to respect those who work hard among you. Who are over you in the Lord. And who admonish you. Hold them in highest regard. In love. Because of their work. So church respect these shepherds. Hold them in high regard because of the work that they do. The Bible says that they have a noble task. And they deserve our respect as they seek to accomplish it. Sheep, submit to your shepherds. The idea of submission. We see it in Hebrews chapter 13. Obey your leaders and submit to their authority. They keep watch over you as men who must give an account. Obey them so that their work will be a joy, not a burden. For that would be of no advantage to you. Submission is a key concept in the kingdom of God. We see it in that Christ submitted himself to his father. We see that husbands and wives are called to submit themselves to each other as they submit to Christ. We see that children are called to submit To their parents. We see that servants are called to submit to their authorities. And the church is called to submit to its elders. We obey them. We submit to their authority. Because an elder's authority is not an authority of power. Jesus said don't rule over them. An elder's authority is an authority of character. It's an authority of persuasion. And it's to our advantage when we submit to these men and sheep, pray for your shepherds. First Timothy chapter two, I urge then, first of all, that request and prayers and intercession and thanksgiving be made for everyone, for kings and all of those in authority that we may live peaceful and quiet lives in all godliness and holiness. This is good And it pleases God, our Savior. Church, pray for these men every day. Cover them and their families in prayer. Pray against the enemy and plans he would have to attack and distract them. Pray for your elders. Pray for your shepherds. Be like Epaphras. Who is held up in Colossians chapter 4. Who it says he wrestled in prayer. For the shepherds. And sheep encourage your shepherds. Encouragement encouragement is mentioned 48 times in the New Testament. Something God wants us to do for each other. It's something God wants us to do for those who lead us. Elders need encouragement. There is a dynamic in churches that has been called the spin effect, S-P-E-N. It stands for staff hear the positive and elders hear the negative. And I have experienced it to be pretty true in my ministry. That very often people will come to the minister or to one of the minister's And they'll share a great story that's going on in their life. Or they'll share how something impacted their life for good. Or they'll give encouragement to something that just happened. But it's most often that when they go to the elders, they go with something negative. They go with something that they're disgruntled about. And elders are there to hear that. But let's not be a church who only speaks negative to our elders. Let's be a church who also goes to them For what is positive to go to them to say thank you for good ministry that's being done. So church encourage your elders. And sheep. Get dirty. Sheep should be dirty. Get involved in ministry. Have calloused hands. Find ways to serve and to work. Do your part to keep the peace and the unity that God has blessed us with. It's hard to rock the boat when you're rowing. And so contribute to the health and the vitality of this flock. Congregation, I'll ask you to stand. I'm going to ask three questions. And at the end of each question, I would ask you to out loud give your answer. Church, will you respect these shepherds and submit to them? Church, will you pray for them and encourage them? Church, will you go to work as you've already been doing, but continue to go to work for the good of God's kingdom? God bless you. Please be seated. Britt is going to come and lead us in prayer. Please
4: bow your heads. Dear Lord our God, we ask that you fill this congregation, this body of believers, with your spirit of love and unity. We ask for your guidance to set aside selfishness and seek you and your will above all else. Please help us to truly exemplify your love for us, to others, and all we do. We know that this is only possible through your power and not our own, so we ask that you move across this congregation and our land in miraculous ways. We need your unity and strength to stir our hearts and to give purpose to our days. We seek to live lives that would bring honor to you. We thank you that you are always with us and give us great purpose and hope. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Father God, just Just for today, help me walk the narrow way, help me stand, when I might fall, give me the strength. to your your name. Name. May my steps steps be worship, may my my thoughts be praise, may May my my words bring honor to your name. Father God, God, just for today, May my be praise. be may praise. May my words bring honor to your, your name. May my steps, may my steps be, be worship. May, may my thoughts be, thoughts be praise. praise. May my may words bring honor to your, your name.
1: We have charged our elders. We have blessed them and anointed them. We have charged ourselves as a church and we've committed to encouragement and prayer and respect and submission and work. So now we come to a a place in our service that we give thanks to God. For his blessing over us, for his salvation that he has offered us, for the unity that he has given us. And we're going to celebrate that unity as we commune with him and with each other. We're going to sing a song together. Don Wallace is going to come and, and lead us in thoughts and prayers over the bread and the cup. After that, Elmer has a special blessing and gift he wants to give to our outgoing shepherd. And then I think we'll be finished in song after that. Several months ago,
4: Steve... Kaiser asked that he be allowed to uh, resign part of the elder group uh, at the end of 2022. Well, we discussed it, and we reluctantly accepted. uh, There are things that men and women are ready to do whenever things happen, a different thing happens in their life. I'd like to ask Steve and Ruth if y'all would come up here right now. I do want to say a few things about Steve <clears throat> and Ruth. And I um, want to recognize them specifically this morning for Steve's service as an elder and being a part of the group of elders here. No, stand staying right there. <laughs> It's not that long. It's only okay. a half a page. <laughs> Obviously, Steve's service includes Ruth. You know, when uh, when Steve came in to the elders, I thought to myself, "We got her. <laughs> we got her." Yeah. Steve came to 10th and Broad back in 1973. Now, you're thinking, I'm going to give his life story. I'm not. I'm just mentioning a couple of things here. Well, he and Ruth got married at the end of uh, 73. I think it was in November. Then in the early 80s, uh, Steve started serving as a deacon here at Tenth and Broad, serving with men like John Blancett, Jim Marshall, Del Merlau, Albert Burns, Tom Parnell, and Chris Cameron, and a lot of others. He served under elders like Paul Fisher, Fish, Raymond Adcock, Kevin Baber's dad, Theron, Tom Taylor, Monty Lau, Janet Kennedy's dad, Lewis Ward, and Judy Morgan's dad, Harry Ledbetter, and many others. Late in the 80s and early 90s, Steve served as uh, education director here at 10th and Broad. And he served as an elder for over 10 years. One of the blessings we gained from him was Ruth. If you've ever worked with Steve or Ruth, you know that things get done when they're around. I appreciate Steve because he's one of those guys that will keep asking questions until many of the details have been lined out. Uh, So many times decisions are made and All the little details get kind of left behind. But Steve was good at asking those questions. We're going to miss Steve not being a part of the current elders. And we wish him well. And we wish him all the best. As you consider. As you continue serving the Lord. And his church here at 10th and Broad. We have something that I hope. He'll be able to see on a daily basis. It says, faithful servant. And on it, it says, be strong and do not give up, for your work will be rewarded. It comes from 2 Chronicles. We appreciate Steve and Ruth. We have a couple of other gifts, but I wanted to make sure that this one uh, was made known to him and, and be able to give him that Steve and Ruth are already involved in many, many things. And one of the things that we've done, we've we've, uh, decided to give a, a, a donation in their name to an organization called Little Dresses for Africa. This is a registered Christian nonprofit which sends relief to villages in Africa and many countries beyond through the distribution of little dresses made by volunteers from all over the world. Their goal is to plant in the hearts of little girls that they are worthy. You want to say something? I'm not through, by the way. Go ahead. Thank you very much, Elmer, to the eldership for allowing me to serve with you. Thank you, congregation, for your faithfulness in supporting Ruth and I and our ministries. Our family, and we... Love you to the to the utmost and thank you so much. Steve may not be in the elders, but he's gonna be in the vineyard. In the vineyard of the Lord, and Steve is one of those guys, just like me, that believes. In order for you to do your work well and not waste time, you need to keep your tools sharp. We have some new files for Steve. Damn. Oh boy. And almost a- bought that yesterday. <laughs> and a brand new hoe. Oh boy. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, <laughs>
1: This day has captured the spirit of 10th and broad in a lot of ways. We take very seriously. Our life as a church. But somehow in the midst of that, we always have a lot of fun. I'm thankful for both of those realities for us. I ask you, if you would, to stand Ted mentioned that Aaron was anointed, and there's a specific blessing that God gave to Aaron and said, This is how you are to bless my people. And so, from the words of the Lord himself, I say to you, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face. To shine upon you. And be gracious. To you. The Lord. Lift his countenance. Upon you. And give you peace. Going to ask the elders and their wives to make their way during this last song to the atrium. And then. After we sing this song we will be dismissed and we can go and. Greet them and hug them and. Encourage them and thank them. And then a little bit after that, we'll move into the Family Life Center and enjoy a a great afternoon of some great chili and desserts.